The transgender craze has seized the world by the throat and is choking the life out of the bedrock of civilization, the family. And this is happening right under the nose of the Vatican. Catholic healthcare system in the United States is performing sex change operations, abortions, and prescribing contraceptives. And it's doing this with a Catholic identity provided directly by the Vatican. A new report by the Lepanto Institute, Common Spirit and the Sex Change Industry provides clear evidence of all of this and much more. Learn the truth of what is actually happening in the largest U.S. Catholic healthcare system and what you can do about it by visiting lepantoinstitute.org. Welcome to the Rob Maynard Show live, folks, here on Red Voice Media Network. It is Whistleblower Wednesday, and as you can see, you know, uh, our institutions that we trusted at one time, they're turning on us, the average citizen, more every day in ways that nobody w- would have expected to happen here. Uh, the largest Catholic health network in the United States is performing transgender surgeries, providing puberty blockers to kids, performing abortions, and distributing contraception. Today's guest is Michael Hitchborn, a pro-life leader and the founder of the Lepanto Institute, where you saw that video from, for the restoration of all things in Christ, a research and education organization dedicated to the defense of the Catholic Church. Michael, welcome to The Rob Mana Show. How are you, sir? Thanks so much for having me on, Rob. Yeah, it's uh, this is incredible. I, I tell you, look, I, I'll, I'll be transparent. I am a Southern Baptist. I'm not a Catholic. Uh, but, uh, you know, I grew up in military chapel, so I'm very familiar with the Catholic faith and, uh, uh, and uh, follow it relatively closely and everything. Uh, but this is bigger than just Catholicism. I mean, this is an, uh, really an attack on religion from within religion, isn't it? Well, it's more than an attack on religion. It's actually an attack on the image of God himself. Uh, When you decide that you're going to take the role of God and destroy healthy reproductive systems and destroy healthy appendages and healthy uh, uh, organs within the body, then you're taking on the role of God and you are trying to remold an individual in your own image and likeness. It's disgusting. Yeah, it is disgusting. Uh, uh, So your report is uh, many, many pages long. We've got four segments here. Uh, I want to go through it uh, and, and, and really dive down into the details. So this show will be a record uh, of that long discussion uh, that we can put out uh, and support you guys, because this is critically important uh, that we get this word out. And, you, and this is not your first rodeo either. I want to uh, remind folks that Michael was uh, uh, is a longtime 
uh, advocate working in the pro-life uh, arena uh, and uh, has exposed uh, organizations with the word Catholic in their name uh, that push abortion, homosexuality, Marxism, uh, and, get, and exposed organizations that have taken grants uh, from uh, said organization before. So this isn't your first rodeo. You've been, uh, you've been doing this, and I'm glad you've uncovered this. How many... Uh, uh, how many hospitals are in this network in the United States? This is one of my first uh, questions. Yeah, I, the, um, the the number is, escapes me exactly, but it's around 150 different hospitals within the network. Uh, and then they've got uh, over 1,000 different medical centers that are also members. Okay, uh, so you, uh, you guys canvassed a certain number of these uh, hospitals and medical centers uh, in your research? Right. So what we did, it started with a single report that I got. Somebody sent a tip indicating that there was a Catholic hospital in California that was conducting sex change operations. And I didn't get the name of the hospital. I didn't get the name of the network. And, and I had to do a lot of digging to try and figure out what was going on. Well, what I discovered is that Common Spirit Health, uh, well, let me back up. Uh, Dignity Health is a network in California and their hospital called the St. Francis Memorial Hospital was conducting sex change operations. And when I was looking into St. Francis Memorial Hospital, I quickly found that they said that they were a member of something called Common Spirit Health. And I had no idea what this was. So I started looking into the background and when did Common Spirit Health come into existence? Uh, they came into existence in 2019 as, as a merger between Dignity Health and Catholic Health Initiatives. And of course, they, you know, they've got all sorts of legal barriers that they tried to put up to establish, well, you know, uh, we're not going to allow our Catholic hospitals to be doing these things, but, you know, the non-Catholic hospitals, they'll have their own set of rules. And they allowed those non-Catholic hospitals to continue doing sterilization surgeries and that kind of thing. But then I discovered that in their policy regarding transgender care, transgender support and transgender care, mm -hmm. They said that even their Catholic hospitals would have to refer patients to those institutions that perform services that they don't, which means directly that Catholic hospitals within the Dignity Health Network, which belongs to Common Spirit, uh, would be forced to refer individuals to, say, St. Francis, Francis Memorial Hospital to perform those transgender surgeries. Wow. Uh, you know... That's a trend in this uh, this ideology. That's what I call it. Look, this uh, transgenderism is a critical theory ideology that comes right out of the Frankfurt School, uh, in my opinion, which is Marxist. Uh, it, it comes from the same place that critical race theory comes from, uh, where the, they want to use corporate and government force uh, to make institutions or make organizations or, and make individuals comply uh, and bend the knee, to use a phrase that's commonly used uh, uh, in the English language today. Uh, and, and, and that is why it's so important to get the truth out about these uh, these efforts, Michael. Uh, I really appreciate it. So, so these folks are actually doing minor surgeries on minors so doing these the mutilations themselves yeah the, the question is are they actually performing surgeries on minors we don't know 
And the reason we don't know is because as a religion, they're not required to report the, uh, the the metrics. They're not required to report the demographics or anything. So we don't know what the demographic uh, category, categorizations are of those patients that have undergone those transitions. However, what we do know is that uh, Common Spirit Health, their, their network of hospitals and medical centers do provide um, hormone blockers for kids. That means prepubescent. So we're automatically talking about children with the puberty blockers. Yeah. We And we also know that they're providing hormone treatments for those who are undergoing transition. And that includes young adults who may in fact be minors. There was a, um, a podcast that was put together by Common Spirit Health. It's called the Ethics Lab Podcast. And they have a segment on transgenderism where they had a whole bunch of different members of Common Spirit come and they, they gave uh, discussions about the different things that they've done. And at one point uh, in this podcast, the, uh, the person who was being interviewed said that uh, they actually helped to transition a young lady, 15 years old, into a male, and the hardest part was getting the mother to get on board with the process. So, and the uh, the person who is conducting the interview, who hosts this Ethics Lab podcast, mm -hmm. is a senior vice president for Common Spirit Health. So, they're complicit in this 100%, and it is involving minors to some extent. We just don't know to how far. Well, uh, speaking of the parents, you know that, that that's become a major issue uh, uh, in in this effort to push back on this craziness. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm serious when I call it child mutilation. That's what this is. And and, and when you listen to uh, folks that have detransitioned, especially young girls uh, that were exposed to these surgeries and puberty blockers, one or the other or both. Uh, it's really tragic uh, to listen to their stories uh, of uh, heartbreak. I mean, they're just heartbroken. Uh, it, but uh, quite often we're seeing the effort in like public school systems and those kind of things uh, to deny the parents their rights and responsibilities of caring for that child and making the decisions for that child by keeping this stuff a secret. Uh, how? Are these folks using some kind of either uh, uh, withholding information from parents or some type of coercion? You mentioned uh, that the hardest thing was to get the parent, on, the mother on board. Uh, uh, did they coerce? Uh, are they using some type of coercion type uh, 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 methodology? Well, of course they are. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, it's all propaganda. And what they're doing is they're propagandizing, propagandizing the young kids from kindergarten. First, they introduce them to pornographic images and they call it sex education, or they call it sensitivity training, whatever you wanna call it. They are sensitizing and desensitizing children to certain sexual concepts. That breaks a certain aspect of their mental and emotional development uh, in, in terms of their se sexual development. So everything that they're doing with the reproductive stuff, the, um, uh, the, the sex education going from kindergarten all the way through high school, they are confusing these kids with regard to their own identity. And then 
they, they start to pass legislation saying, well, these kids are being bullied and these kids are being uh, picked on by their parents and their parents aren't affirming them. They don't love them. So obviously they're being abused and they have to be removed from their homes. This just happened in California, by the way. Now, in California, if parents do not affirm the gender identity of their kids, the government has the right to go in and pull the kid out of the house without a warrant. And, uh, you know, it, it just kind of fuels everything that Common Spirit Health is doing there in California because, and let's face it, this is a billions and billions of dollar industry mm-hmm. where, you know, they're getting all kinds of kickbacks to perform these surgeries and these operations. So, of course, Common Spirit's not going to say anything against what the government's doing because it's just going to feed into their uh, coffers as they conduct these operations and these transitions. Oh, you're absolutely right. You know, uh, the lawsuits that are going to come on this law in California uh, have to be being worked on right this moment uh, because that it's it's crazy to deny parental rights uh, to make medical decisions on behalf of your own child. Uh, we, we are in an era... Uh, 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 that's almost like the twilight zone, man. It, it's incredible. Uh, and we're going to come back to this subject uh, when we come uh, back from the break. Uh, Michael, excuse me, I've got to do a, an ad read here. We're going to take a little break for some real advertising, uh, and then we'll be right back here on The Rob Bana Show uh, with Michael Hitchborn, the founder and president of the Lepanto Institute that's fighting for you and our kids. Well, attention Americans, breaking news, Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is being implemented as we speak. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Act now before it's too late. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow starts on July 1st, 2023. Brace yourselves. This might catch you off guard as many others. Your hard-earned assets are at risk, but there's a way to legally opt out of the digital dollar in time. How? With one straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. Contact my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar and volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833-2USA-GOLD. That's right. Call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take uh, to immediately transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833-2USA-GOLD. That's right. Call now, 833-287-2465. Yep. Call right now, 833-287-2465. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs. Again, 
against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465. A controversial report says the largest Catholic health system in the nation has funded and performed cross-sex surgeries and abortions. This in defiance of traditional Catholic teachings. And today's Daniel Monahan spoke with the founder and president of the Lepanto Institute. The Lepanto Institute is a Catholic research and educational organization founded by Michael Hitchborn in 2015. I have been conducting investigations into charitable organizations and helping people to understand which ones are safe to donate to, which ones are not, because uh, they're supporting either abortion or contraception or homosexuality or transgenderism or Marxism. The Institute released a report claiming to expose the Catholic organization Common Spirit Health this month. Not only is it uh, does it have a hospital within its network called the St. Francis Memorial Hospital that is performing transgender surgeries. It's providing hormone treatments for people that want to transition, and it's providing puberty. Welcome back to the Rob Mana Show here on Red Voice Media Network Live. Uh, here at RVM, uh, we bring you the facts and the truth, and you get to make up your own mind about uh, what's really happening in the world today. And uh, uh, we are talking today with that man right there, Michael Hitchborn, the founder uh, and uh, president of the Lepanto Institute, Lepanto Institute. I apologize for that mispronunciation. Uh, and it's very important, you know, uh, forgive the use of the video clips, but I, we've got to get this message out over and over again, uh, because uh, this, this is critically important. You mentioned in that clip uh, uh, about identifying uh, charity organizations that you shouldn't give your money to. Do you all, uh, uh, do you keep a list of these as you discover them that you publish out? Uh, and where can folks find that, Michael? We do. If you go to our website, Lepanto, it's spelled right there, L-E-P-A-N-T-O-I-N dot O-R-G, you can go to our charity reports list. It's, it's a, a menu item right at the very top of the page. Just go to the charity reports list. We have about 100 different charitable organizations that we have personally investigated, uh, and we recommend them as either safe or not safe based upon what we find. And the criteria that we use is that they are promoting uh, or not promoting abortion, contraception, homosexuality, um, uh, Marxism, or heresy. So by heresy, it's, you know, outright, they're like the Salvation Army, which says that you don't need to be baptized at all. So you right. know, that's the kind of thing. So we um, that that's the criteria that we use. Um, and we, like I said, we've got about a hundred different organizations that we have vetted so far. That's good news, uh, you know, because it's really difficult to 
to find accurate information these days. I mean, that's why this show and this this network exists. Uh, uh, the gentleman that founded this network and uh, uh, and agreed to put my show on the network uh, based their entire existence on the fact that uh, good information uh, that people can use to make solid decisions from a family and a community uh, and a governmental perspective it's just very difficult to find these days. So we appreciate you guys doing that work and uh, everything. Is there any, are there any uh, like highlighting bad actors amongst these charities that you'd like to talk about uh, uh, that are really, uh, yeah, I mean, especially egregious uh, against uh, not just the Catholic faith, but, but, but against Christianity in general, you know? I mean, Catholic stands for universal, uh, the universal sure. church. So, you know, uh, uh, so, so what are those really, I mean, the biggest bad actors on your list? Well, uh, so for Catholics, the biggest one would be Catholic Relief Services. Uh, we have a series of 32 reports that we've put together on them showing that they've been involved directly in implementing government programs that promote contraception, and they've been financing organizations that are propagating abortion. So uh, that's one of the biggest ones that we've put out. But we also have reports on Save the Children, which is a very popular uh, international development charitable organization, but it's out there advocating for abortion, advocating for contraception. You have um, uh, Care International. If you, you ever heard of care packages? Well, Care International was the organization that launched that very idea shortly after World War II. And unfortunately, they're partnering with organizations like Marie Stopes International, which is effectively the Planned Parenthood of uh, Great Britain. They're, they're out there advocating for contraception and population control. Uh, the list goes on. Uh, but Army, I mentioned earlier, we also have a big report on them because they have also advocated for abortion, unfortunately. So uh, those are some of the biggest ones that I can think of off the top of my head. Well, thanks for going through that. You know, it's, uh, uh, again, I mean, this information, uh, people do listen and they use it to, to make their decisions. Just a, a real quick question, and I don't want to go too far off of this, but uh, when I read uh, the information on the organization, it talked about contraception, but uh, you especially point out that you also that includes abortifacient medication, right. uh, uh, which uh, those of us that are pro-life are, are absolutely opposed to. Uh, so uh, in, in case you folks out there are going to go a little nutty on the show here, uh, th this is about pro-life uh, when we're talking about this. Uh, and, and that's very important for you to understand that because, uh, uh, look, I'm 100% pro-life. My family is uh, no matter what. Uh, and uh, we, uh, we stand by that. Uh, and we want to promote uh, organizations and promote in the individuals that fight for the kids, truly, really uh, fight for the children, you know. To get back to this Common Spirit Health uh, uh, Network organizations, uh, do, does this Common Spirit actually work within the Catholic Church in the United States, or are they just able to use uh, the Catholic Church as like a shield, uh, is the way I think about it, uh, to protect themselves and give them status? Well, it's kind of an interesting situation. Um, when Common Spirit was formed in 2019, it, the merge had to take place under the auspices of what's called a public juridic person, uh, which is a um, an aspect of canon law, which is the canon the code of canon law of the Catholic Church. 
a public juridic person has the same stature as, say, a corporation. Uh, so within the, the law of the church, they can establish a public juridic person that can act not just as an aspect or as an or, or as a member of the Catholic Church, but a true representation and is the fullness of the Catholic Church itself. So this public juridic person was created, it's called the Catholic Healthcare Federation. Uh, it was created by a, a congregation in Rome. And uh, so the, the, the line of, of direct authority goes, this congregation in Rome, to the Catholic Healthcare Federation, to Common Spirit Health. And Common Spirit Health, uh, as a, an IRS tax-exempt organization, is registered as what's, what's known as a 509A3. 509A3 identifies the organization as what's called a support organization for another charitable group. That other charity is the Catholic Church because it is a support for the Catholic Healthcare Federation. So by extension, Common Spirit Health is an action portion of the Catholic Church. So it's it's not just um, some some uh, shield. It it actually is acting in the name of the church herself. Oh goodness, that that's even that's why it's so more, bad. That's even more than what I thought it was uh, yeah. uh, after doing my research. I mean, that's uh, uh, that's really that's really bad. You know. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty so so, so before we go to our next break, how, how do we? Uh, uh, is there a way that uh, Catholic uh, uh, churchgoers uh, can protect themselves from this type of activity? Uh, protect their kids? Uh, I mean, what do you propose? What do you suggest people do? Uh, because you know, it's a big church; it's worldwide. Uh, sometimes these things are just like on autopilot in people's families. Uh, from from you know generation to generation, uh, because these organizations and institutions, uh, while they have turned uh, against us, they remain as a uh, uh, not revered but a trusted entity uh, based on generations uh, of families uh, that get passed down. How, how do you address that uh, with the church at writ large? Uh, to uh, get that, not only get the word out, but uh, give them actionable information. And what actions do you suggest people take? Well, first and foremost, it's important for people to educate themselves. Get to know exactly what's going on in your Catholic schools. Get to know what's going on in your Catholic hospitals. Pay attention. Become aware. Unfortunately, uh, all of the institutions that we can that we once trusted, not just in the Catholic Church but in society at large, have been infiltrated, and they are not trustworthy. Unfortunately, and you have to, as as um, uh, Ronald Reagan said, trust but verify. We have to verify almost everything that goes on because there's so many different programs and so many different institutions that are no longer trustworthy, that we have to be vigilant in, in order to protect our own children and our families. So first, you've got to become aware. What is going on in your parish? What is going on in your in your Catholic schools? What is going on in your public schools? Uh, what are the laws saying with regard to the education of your children? Uh, I personally have eight children. We have withdrawn our kids from public school. We homeschool all of them. My eldest is in college. My, my youngest was born just two months ago. And and 
everything that we do is designed and geared toward raising them as saints, not just as good citizens and not just with this idea, well, they'll be a productive member of society. That's a part of it. But first and foremost, the faith has to come first. So we raise them and inculcate them in the proper teachings of the church, in proper teachings of morality. And then from there, we have to uh, guard them. We have to say, look, there are wicked elements of society that you have to stay away from. Don't listen to the bad music. Don't watch the bad television shows. Don't watch these horrible movies because those things are forms of propaganda designed to change your outlook on the world and life. So uh, aside from that, uh, really the most important thing, especially for fathers, is to pray and fast. Pray and fast specifically for your family because without prayer and fast, certain demons can't be driven out as our Lord has said. So I highly recommend prayer, fasting, vigilance, making yourself aware. And when you encounter something, let me know because I will do whatever I can to put a, a, a spotlight on the, the wickedness, the evil that you've encountered. Yeah, it's uh, lots of good ideas, lots of approaches. You know, I have five children, and I homeschooled my youngest son from seventh grade on, uh, partly because of what was going on in our society. He just graduated from high school uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, 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 but uh, uh, but really because the school system didn't know how to deal with his disability, uh, quite frankly, uh, and, and and this other stuff that was going on in the schools that we were picking up on too. So it was probably the best decision that I ever made for him, uh, I think, and for our family was to uh, remove him from that propaganda environment. Uh, he's doing great. Uh, he. He is uh, a, a great kid, makes good decisions, has good common sense. I can't ask for anything more uh, than that. Uh, the good decisions, common sense, uh, and uh, even sometimes takes his dad and says, hey, dad, you know, you may want to think about doing things this way. It makes more sense. <laughs> uh, so great. really... Really good recommendation. So after this break, uh, Michael, I want to come back. I want to go into a little bit more detail about the Lepanto organization. Uh, I, I'm very intrigued by it, uh, uh, and I like your work. Uh, I think it's great, uh, uh, but I want people to to help out Lepanto uh, because uh, it's a good organization, and, and, and it's really there to defend the faith. We'll be right back on The Rob Maynard Show Live with Michael Hitchborn. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, 
vegetable seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. Providing puberty blockers for kids. After doing some digging, Hitchborn says he uncovered other facts he finds disturbing. We also discovered that Common Spirit Health has a health benefits package for its employees that covers for sex change operations, uh, hormone treatments, and puberty blockers for kids. According to Hitchborn, Common Spirit Health. Welcome back to the Rob Mana Show, folks, live here on Red Voice Media Network. We're talking with the founder and CEO of the Lepanto Institute, Michael Hitchborn, uh, about his uh, just a, uh, a report that's just mind-blowing uh, about the nation's largest Catholic health network system and its support of child mutilating surgeries, uh, uh, abortion, abortifacients, uh, 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 contraception and those kinds of things, which are really against Catholic teaching and against, uh, I mean, most Christian denominations uh, teaching for the most part uh, uh, throughout the world. And it's just incredible uh, that this is happening. Uh, so, so Mike, Michael, Let's talk about the Institute real quick uh, uh, and, and tell folks where they can find it. But more importantly is why that name? Uh, how did this come about? Uh, what's your mission uh, with the Lepanto uh, uh, organization? Uh, uh, and uh, I think it's very intriguing, but I, wanna, I want them to hear it from you. Absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll tell you the story behind the name. Uh, when I was working at American Life League, which is a national pro-life organization, that's where I really kind of got my start in a lot of this research. I was finding stuff regarding the Catholic Campaign for Human Development, Catholic Relief Services. Uh, I found stuff regarding Caritas Internationalis, which is run out of the Vatican. And uh, as I was conducting this research, uh, it kind of got to the point where it was beyond the scope of the mission of American Life League. And they said, look, you've got to stop. Uh, Otherwise, um, you, you can take a severance and, and we'll go ahead and pay that severance. You can try and launch your own organization. Well, for three days, they gave me three days to make a decision. For three days, my wife and I spent that entire time talking, praying, talking some more, trying to figure out exactly what it is that I should be doing. Um, and that morning, as we were talking, the morning I was supposed to render a decision, we were talking and... Uh, uh, she said, it sounds like you're ready to leave American Life League. And I said, sounds like it. So I'm on my way into work. I'm praying my rosary. And I just kind of stopped and I said, Lord, I really don't know what to do here. I have no idea where I'm supposed to go. I need you to tell me what it is I'm supposed to do. And in that moment, I got the inspiration. Call your spiritual director when you get to work and ask and tell him the situation and do whatever he tells you. I said, great. 
it's out, out of my hands. I don't have to make the decision. I'll just do whatever my spiritual director tells me, fully expecting him to tell me, look, you got to support your family. Stay with American Life League. So I, um, I drove in. I called my spiritual director and he pulled a 180 on me. He said, look, I know you, I know your family, and it's time for you to leave. <laughs> I was stunned. So I, I went ahead and made the decision. Well, that evening, my wife and I are up late, we're talking about it, and I've still got that feeling like, what the heck did I just do here? And um, I, my, my wife fell asleep and I'm still thinking and praying. And, and finally, I, I, I was talking to Our Lady. I said, look, uh, this morning in prayer, uh, I asked our Lord what it is I'm supposed to do, and I got the inspiration to call my spiritual director and get, direct, you know, just do whatever he says. Mm -hmm. Well, it seems that through the rosary, uh, that's uh, kind of the inspiration, and so I want to do whatever it is that I'm supposed to do through the rosary. And, and why don't we start with, what do we call this thing? And in my mind, I got this thought, uh, Lepanto Institute. And I thought, okay, great. I like the name. The Battle of Lepanto from 1571, which was uh, a time of turmoil within the, the church. All of Christendom was being turned upside down with wars and revolutions. And, and with that distraction, the Muslim fleet was sailing in. They were going to conquer all of Europe. And uh, a ragtag team of, of uh, uh, ships called the Holy League was sent to intercept the uh, the Muslim fleet, and they decimated them. Well, through Catholic teaching, it was it was actually recourse to the Rosary that brought about the victory. And with that, we um, uh, we we or the Battle of Lepanto really was won through through uh, the Rosary, is is how Catholics interpret this. Well, I thought, well, that's really cool. So, what about the the logo? And in my mind, I see the Rosary, the ship. Lepanto mm -hmm. Institute, and uh, the whole thing just kind of flooded into my head, the meaning of it and everything. And well, the next morning, I told my wife the conversation that I had with uh, with God, and and my, my wife said, uh, well, that's fitting. I said, why is that? She said, well, because of what yesterday was. I said, well, what was yesterday? She said it was October 7th. I said, so what? She said that was the feast of the Battle of the, Ros or of the, uh, of the Rosary, the, the anniversary of the Battle of Lepanto. Wasn't even <laughs> on my mind. So uh, that's that's the story of the name. That's where it came from. And the reason why I wanted you to tell it, Michael, is because uh, you probably know I'm an old military guy. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, the ragtag fleet uh, of men uh, that were dedicated to their mission, uh, ordained by God uh, <laughs> to get to that mission, it, it it's a, it's a, it's a description of almost of what we see today, you know, in yep. my little corner of the world here with Red Voice Media Network. Uh, I mean, we're literally, uh, you know, I would, I don't, I don't hesitate to say it. We're a ragtag, ragtag bunch of men and women that have taken a mission on uh, that uh, I believe God is speaking through us uh, to get the facts and the truth out, so people understand what's going on because there is so much. Uh, uh, untruth being put out by the big megaphones every Absolutely. day, twenty four seven. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, so uh, so that that's why uh, when I read about it, I was like, oh, that's that is just a fantastic story, uh, man. And uh, so, how do you all? Uh, uh, so you do these reports, these investigations, you do these reports, uh, and uh, uh, now do you have outreach to uh, 
individuals like victims of these types of organizations. Uh, and I hate to use the word victim, but that's really uh, yeah, what no, somebody right. is that, that falls prey to something like child mutilation. The whole family uh, is really a victim uh, uh, of that type of activity. Uh, being coerced and uh, and then the, the surgeries themselves, the drugs. I mean, we literally give kids the same drug we would give to uh, like a criminal that's being chemically castrated. You know, in some cases, that's a that's a sentence uh, in in some parts of the world for things like pedophilia uh, and those kind of things. But we literally do the same thing to these children uh, uh, who 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 are being told they can make this decision without their parents, uh, and that the parents don't have say, and like you mentioned, that parents can be even prosecuted and have their children taken away now in California. Uh, so do you have an outreach program for folks like that, that uh, where they can reach out to you or, or the organization to uh, get help? Well, we don't. Uh, our organization is so very small. Uh, we it, it would be mission creep for us to actually try and develop something that we don't have the resources to develop. So, but there are resources out there that I do highly recommend. Um, I, I can't think of any right off the top of my head, but there are resources for people who are victims of this kind of thing for them to report. And and in fact, there are uh, there are law firms now who are willing to take cases for children that have been abused in this way, so that they can. And, uh, sue their doctors and sue the uh, counselors that decided that they were going to make this decision for these young people by telling them, hey, you know, you actually belong in a different body and, and we're going to help you do that. And the kid goes, oh, okay, great. Where's my lollipop? You know, so um, I do highly recommend look on the internet. I, I don't, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know that they're out there. So I do recommend people do that. I wish we had a res the resources to do outreach like that, but we just don't. Well, maybe that's something that we can, uh, uh, I can put my brain on it and uh, see if I can come I mean, up with a way to at least uh, help you guys develop some type of lists or, or something like that. Uh, because, uh, but, because uh, you're right. I mean, I, I've heard about law firms that are now doing it, but I, it's kind of piecemeal, you know, I'm not getting, uh, there's not a full on uh, focus on where do you go to get help? Uh, because, you know, even the state of California is going to have to be sued. Uh, you know, yeah. because the state of California uh, is, is uh, as we speak, harming parents and children uh, by the existence of that radical law. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's very surprising that in America, a law like that could be passed by any state legislature and signed by a governor uh, that uh, uh, it just defies common sense uh, that you would put a law in place that removes uh, parental rights and removes the ability of a child to have the person or pe two people that most love them in the world be the ones that make the best decisions for them and by law are no longer unable to do that and could even be removed from it. Uh, it's just well, you incredible. Know what this is akin to this is akin to the uh, to the eugenics movement where they were forcibly sterilizing thousands and th tens of thousands of people in various states throughout the country back in the in, in the 1920s and 30s. Um, there there were there was a whole generation that was lost because kids and young adults were being forcibly sterilized against their will without their knowledge in many cases. Uh, and, and now what, what we're seeing is kind of a reflection of that, only it's, it's so much worse because they're trying to dress people up in a way that they're not intended to be. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's really devastating, uh, and the potential of the level of devastation on our society—not just the culture, but our society itself. Uh, I mean, you're looking at uh, 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 at the end of society, really, uh, as this continues to increase in the momentum. Uh, it's incredible. I mean, I mean, uh, transgenderism or uh, self-identifying. Uh, uh, girls and boys that say they're in the wrong body now has exponentially grown uh, from uh, you know less than a half a percent uh, a, a decade ago to, I mean, it's grown like 400% or something like that, some crazy number like that that I heard the other day. Uh, and, uh, and I'm convinced that a big part of it is the propaganda uh, that we've now let infiltrate all the way down into preschool it's my understanding, if you're in a public school system that goes that low, that it starts right off the bat. Uh, well, and and it's, uh, it's just incredible. It's the end result of behaviorist theory of education. I, I actually have my master's in education, so I was taught all the different theories about the different types of education out there, but the behaviorist theory of education was really the one that disturbed me the most because what it says is that you can change the behavior patterns of a child just by changing the environment that they're in. And if you start to, now they were talking about it in helping kids to like their grades and to increase mm -hmm. their, uh, their, their ability to do better in school by, you know, encouraging the students who do well and then also not really being so encouraging of the ones who don't. That way the kid says, well, I don't yeah. want to be in the side that does poorly. I want to be in the side that does well because I want to be affirmed. You do the same thing with, with sexual identities and you, you start treating a certain class of kid with... Uh, praise and and you coddle them and you're just gentle and so nice to them but then you're harsh on the ones who kind of question why reality is being flipped on its head and the next thing you know you're going to get kids saying well i want to be treated nicely too i want to be treated specially also and they're going to start identifying as a member of the opposite sex specifically to get the affirmation they're seeking in school and that's exactly what's happening, Michael. We've got to take our last break here, but when I come back, I want to talk about uh, what your organization is recommending happen within the church hierarchy and church leadership organization uh, to uh, organizations like this hospital network uh, uh, that you've, where you've uncovered this child mutilation. I'm Rob Manus with the Red Voice Media Network. We're talking with Michael Hitchborn of the Lepanto Institute. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled, it won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared, this may catch many off guard. Your hard earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. 
This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Spirit Health has also raised millions of dollars for the St. Francis Memorial Hospital for the acquisition of a robot surgical unit that can assist in surgery, including cross-sex operations. The CEO of Common Spirit posted a, an article on LinkedIn talking about how he was so proud of, of uh, Common Spirit Health for performing these gender-affirming um, procedures and for engaging and promoting the LGBTQ ideologies. So it's from top to bottom, the whole network is completely acting against Catholic teaching. The Institute director says he's both saddened and horrified by the moral decline within factions of the Catholic Church. His mission is to make sure those who operate in the name of the Church do so in line with its teachings. Hitchborn says Common Spirit reaps the benefits of the Church in the form of huge tax deductions. The Lepanto Institute is calling for it to be stripped of its Catholic identity, a decision that can only come from the Vatican itself. And uh, I think that not only should the bishops be acting to try and strip Common Spirit of its Catholic identity, they should also be working hard to engage in public acts of reparation and penance uh, for the abominable practices taking place in the name of the church. Hitchborn is aghast at what he sees being done to children. The first rule of the Hippocratic Oath is first do no harm. But what they're doing is they are mutilating genitals, they are breaking body parts that are healthy body parts, and they are destroying reproductive systems that are healthy and growing and developing. So what they're engaging in is the destruction of a human person. NTD reached out to Common Spirit Health, but didn't hear back in time for broadcast. Daniel Monahan, NTD News. What? Welcome back to the Rob Manus Show here on Red Voice Media Network Live, uh, uh, where you get the facts and the truth, and you get to make up your own mind on what's really happening in the world today in our society. And we're talking with that man right there, uh, Michael Hitchborn of the Lepanto Institute. And uh, we, uh, Michael, we really do want to uh, find out how the average person can uh, have an impact on what you were talking about in that clip, which is hold uh, the system accountable uh, through the church. How does that happen? Well, uh, first and foremost, you have to contact your bishops. You've got to know what you're talking about, so you have to have the ammunition, you have to have the information available, so gather the information, whether it's from our website or just your own research. Um, so you get that information first, but then afterward, what you really have to do is then sit down with your pastor, sit down with your bishop, show him what you found and ask him to explain how this could possibly happen within the Catholic Church. How is this moral? How is this good? Demand answers. Uh, and also uh, start to withhold your funding from uh, these institutions. You know, if the bishop takes up a collection, but he's not willing to do what's, what's necessary to defend the faith uh, and to defend the faithful from the 
onslaughts from without, such as what's happening with Common Spirit Health, well, then tell him you're not going to finance his projects and, and his diocese unless he starts doing his job. Do you think that uh, you, you fell right into my trap uh, because I wanted you to talk about the bishops? Uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, non-Catholics don't really understand the power that the bishops in the church have, and, and it's pretty, pretty impactful, uh, quite frankly, from what I understand in my observations over the years. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, one of the things that I'm worried about uh, uh, with that approach is, you know, the bishop that, out in California that led a protest against the, the crazy, uh, crazy anti-Catholic nun group that was being honored by the Los Angeles Dodgers uh, has now been, uh, uh, been set upon by the Pope himself. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, to to uh, to chill his speech, uh, it, it, and that's a problem. Uh, do you think that will have a negative impact on the ability to address this issue uh, about this organization throughout the church uh, on other bishops? I mean, how, how widespread will that chilling effect be uh, when you have good people like yourself uh, and other parishioners, uh, people of the faith? the faithful, uh, and the faith needs defending too, uh, uh, that want to do that, uh, uh, but now they're gonna be going to bishops that are seeing that example. How do they help them through that? How, how do us laymen help yeah. them through that? I guess is my question. The true measure of love is to do what is necessary for the beloved without counting the cost. That's the nature of love, it's sacrificial. If you love God, you'll keep his commandments. That's what he said. If you love God, you'll keep his commandments without counting the cost. And the, the more you count the cost, the more you're going to start weighing, well, how am I going to handle this decision or that decision? And that's exactly why St. Peter started to sink when he walked out onto the water to our Lord. He was standing on the water. I mean, he should have not never had any kind of doubts about who our Lord was or what was going on. He was literally walking on water. And then he was hit in the face with a blast of wind, and he started to take account of the wind, the waves, and everything else around him, and then he started to sink because he took his eyes off our Lord and started counting the cost or counting the, the conditions in which he was standing. If we want to do what's right, we have to do what's right without worrying about the results. The results are God's. If we suffer, praise be God. If we don't suffer, praise be God. Whatever the case may be, we are called to be witnesses. This is what the word martyr means. It means to be a witness, to stand as a witness to the truth, regardless of what they do to you in order to quiet you down. And bishops have a higher responsibility to be a witness, to be a martyr, than we do. And those bishops who are too cowardly to actually stand up against the world and to stand up against their confreres and even stand up against the Pope who is telling them to do something wicked, if they are too cowardly to do that, they don't deserve the mitre that they're wearing. Yeah, I agree with you uh, completely, 100%. Uh, you know, I hear from my Catholic friends all the time when I when I ask them about something the Pope said or did, and, and, and invariably the answer is always the same. Uh, uh, I'm a Catholic parishioner. I'm a member of the Catholic faith. Uh, he he doesn't necessarily represent what I what I believe and what most of the people around me believe in my church, uh, quite frankly. Uh, and and, uh, and that's that's normal in any Christian church uh, denomination. There's going to be different disagreements 
amongst yourselves, you know, the parishioners ourselves, uh, and uh, with the leadership uh, and those kind of things. But uh, but it's very important. That was a that that story about Peter is God's answer. You gave me yeah. God's answer to my question, uh, and that is uh, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, you have to have the faith. Uh, that uh, the absolute faith and then move forward into the storm, quite frankly, uh, and all will be well. Isn't that right? That's absolutely right. Um, you know, I, I don't worry. People ask me, you know, well, do you think you're going to get any results? You know, are you actually affecting any kind of change with all of your reports and the things that you put out? And the, you know, I don't care. I don't care because if, if my reports are seen by no one, I have stood by and I have announced the truth to the best of my ability. If no one reads it, that's not that's not on me. I took a stand. I put out the faith. I put out the truth to the best of my knowledge, to the best of my ability. And if it gets squashed, if my voice gets squashed, praise be God, because, well, obviously he didn't want it out there. But if right. what I report is something that he wants out there, he'll amplify it and the results will be his. I don't want the glory. I don't want to be the one known as the guy that brought down this industry or that industry. I don't need that. All I need to do is make sure that I'm doing what God asked me to do and to live according to my faith so that when I die, I can tell our Lord, I did everything that you told me to do. And he can say, well done, good and faithful servant. Exactly what I was just thinking, Michael. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, tell folks how they can find more information about the Lepanto Institute and most importantly, to support your organization uh, real quick before we head out. You bet. Go to lepantoin.org. It's spelled out right there. L-E-P-A-N-T-O-I-N.org. Uh, we have a donate page. If you, We are completely donor-driven. We don't have any grants. We don't have any uh, uh, endowments or anything along those lines. We're entirely donor-driven. So any support that people can throw our way so that we can continue the kind of research that we do is uh, it's really the only thing that they can do to, to support us. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's the website, and that's how how we keep going. <laughs> well, thank you, Michael. I appreciate it, uh, and we'll certainly do our part to get the word to the at least thousands, or if not to hundreds of thousands, uh, about the report and your institute uh, and uh, and the ragtag fleet uh, that won. Uh, because God was with them and they did what they were supposed to do according to him. Uh, God bless you and we will keep you in our prayers and help spread the word. Amen. Thanks so much for having me on and God bless you and God bless your audience. Thank you, Michael. Well, folks, I'm Rob Manis, uh, Red Voice Media Network, uh, where we give you the facts and the truth. And we will see you tomorrow uh, for Truth Thursday. We're talking more about the truth about China and the Communist Party there and what's going on. Uh, and keep the Lepanto Institute in your prayers and act, 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 as you heard my friend Steve Bannon say on War Room many, many times. Until tomorrow, I'm Rob Manis. This is Red Voice Media Network. Truth, facts, make your decision. That's Tucker laughing us out. <laughs> <laughs>